It is Zion Thomas, Tafshin Pei Beis, the 7th of Thomas, 5782, here at the database with Rabbi Yeshua Eisenberg. We're here at Anyana Diomi, it is still Parsha Schukas, and today's daf is Kuf Chof Aleph in Yivamas, that's 121 in Yivamas. This time we are looking at Yivamas, daf Kuf Chof Aleph Amud Beis, where we find the connection to our Parsha in the way Hashem judges the righteous. Very famous concept that's born out of our daf in the story of the daughter of Nechunya Chofer Shichin, Nechunya the well digger. So we find that the Gemara tells us, There's a story of the daughter of Nechunya, the well digger, she fell into a great cistern, and they came and they informed Rabbi Chanina ben Dosa. And uh, we see a connection to last episode where we visited Rabbi Chanina ben Dosa and the Gemara in Brachos, very same Lashon, they informed him of the news, hoping for some kind of a miracle. Sha'arishonah, the first time they told him, Amar lahem shalom. he said, Shalom, everything is fine. Shnia, they told him again, Amr Lahem Shalom. And once again, he said, everything is fine. Shlishas, the third time they told him, Amr Lahem Alsa. He told them she's already ascended from the pit. She is totally fine. So Amr Lah, they went to her, they said, Biti, our daughter, Mihele, who, who brought you up? Amr Lah, she said to him, Zachar Shar Ilam Nizdaminli, I came across uh, this male sheep, this ram, it happened by me. Vizakim Manhigo, and there was an elder that was leading it. Rashi tells us that this is none other than Avraham Avinu and the Ayel Shal Yitzchak, um, an interesting connection to um, our Parsha that we'll see shortly as well. Um, but the Gemara continues, Amrlo, they asked him, they asked him, Mendoza, Naviata, Amrlahem, and he quotes the famous Pasuk in Amos, Lo Navianuchi, Velo Benanuchi, um, Velo Benanavianuchi, he says, I'm not a Navi, nor am I the son of a Navi. Is it possible that something that a Tzadik engages in to help others, that his children are going to uh, suffer from it? That, they, that they're going to stumble over it? And then the Gemara continues, nonetheless, Am Rabbi Abba, Afal Pichain. So Rabbi Abba just reported that nonetheless, Meis Beno Batsama, it did happen that his son, his son died through thirst, which would seem to go against the protection that he would have been um, granted from this well that he dug for the purpose of others. He dug this well, Chazal tell us, or the Mepharshan tell us, that it was only for the sake of those who were were being Ola Regal, he would um, he would dig up these wells so that they can be able to drink. Nonetheless, his son died through uh, through thirst. So Tosos just points out that he that the son did not die through this particular cistern, but we see that the son did die. Now, why was the son um, um, so unlucky that he had to die through this? Shneimar apparently there was some error that was committed. Usvivav nis aramod the pasuk which states and around him it storms mightily. Um, this is 53 um, in Tehillim. That's Nun and Gimel. So what, what do we learn from this? That Hashem judges those who are surrounding him, right? That's the Pasuk. So the word Nisara can mean a storm or it can mean a hair. That Hashem is medaktik im svivav. He judges precisely those who surround him, those who are close to him. Kichutasara, like the like the breath of a hair, like the like the thread of a hair, as as thin as it is, so to the last um, you know minute detail, to the last decimal, Hashem judges the righteous. Rabbi Chanina Amar, Rabbi Chanina derived from a different pasuk, Mehacha, El Naratz Pesod Kedoshim Rabba Venora Alkal Svivav, a God dreaded in the great council of the holy ones and feared by all those who are about him. 
The point is that Hashem judges the righteous, those who are closest to him, Hashem judges them the most strictly. What's interesting is that we find the connection doubly to our parsha. We find, what, um, first of all, with Moshe Rabinu, who is taken to task at May Mariva for having hit the rock instead of having spoken to the rock the way Hashem had commanded him to. And we know that Hashem judges him very harshly to completely um, strip him of his entry into Eretz Yisrael. He's not going to get to go in. The one thing that Moshe Rabbeinu wanted, and Hashem judges Moshe very, very harshly in this moment. Now, what's fascinating is that we find, parenthetically, that in Sichos uh, Moser, that um, quoted by Rav Chaim Shemulevitz from the Gemara in, in Bava Metziah, which um, is also quoted in Rashi to Bereshis, Yudches Dalet, 18.4, where Avraham Avinu, who we just referenced in this in this daf, so Avraham Avinu says to the three guests, "You kachnom amayim that a little bit of water should be taken for you." And so the Gemara learns out Ali de Shliach, the fact that it says "yukach" that's done through a Shliach, So because Avraham served water to these guests through a Shliach, so even in the time in his in the time of his children, so b'midbar chaf yud aleph in our parsha, so vayarim Moshe es yado vayach has hasela. Moshe Rabbeinu became the shliach through which the Bnei Israel would receive water. Because Avraham sent a shliach to give water, so Hashem sent a shliach to give the Bnei Israel water. And what seems to emerge from this particular um, Gemara is that is what looks like um, at first glance is a punishment to Moshe Rabbeinu. That, yeah, Avraham did a lot of mitzvahs in this story, and somehow they all came. The Gemara learns out in Bava Metziah how all of these mitzvahs that Moshe, that um, Avraham Avinu had done at that time, they came back to help his progeny later. But this particular thing of giving water, so the Gemara Bava Metziah picks up in uh, um, 86b, that's uh, Pei Vava Medbeis, so that on the water that was through a shliach, so now in this story it was also through a shliach. And imagine if Hashem did not send Moshe Rabbeinu to be the shliach, so then maybe Moshe Rabbeinu would have never hit the rock and he would have never lost his right to go into Eretz Yisrael. What's interesting is that also, that this, uh, um, what we find in our story, what was Nechunya the Chofer Shechem doing? So Nechunya, he was digging wells to give water to other people. So we find the connection Avram Avinu and serving water, we find that here as well. But the question that I think is important for us to address is why, in fact, does Hashem judge the Tzadikim so harshly? We know of this concept that Hashem is Medakdekim Svivav. Kichutasara, that Hashem judges the tzaddikim kichutasara, like the thread of a, like the breath of the thread of a hair, something so thin. But why doesn't Hashem cut slack for his tzaddikim? Or maybe we would argue that on some level there might be some kind of diplomatic immunity. Maybe we wouldn't even call it slack. Right? Shouldn't the effort that's exacted for the sake of righteousness not be met with perhaps at least equal effort for extra patience. If the tzaddik works really, really hard to do mitzvot, to serve Hashem, to be close to Hashem, wouldn't we think that the only fair thing would be for Hashem to be extra patient with that tzaddik? But on the contrary, we find what, 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 how does it work? That Hashem judges them particularly harshly. Hashem judges them with such precision that every little thing that they do wrong. So if Avraham Avinu, just for example, serves water but doesn't do it through a shliach, that's going to somehow translate to a chisaron in the way his, the children of Avraham are going to be served later. And that chisaron is going to hit Moshe Rabbeinu because Moshe Rabbeinu is going to be judged very harshly for the way he acts as the shliach for the water. So the question is, once again, why... Um, well, why does uh, Hashem judge them so strictly? And 
perhaps the question of, again, why Hashem would be so much more exacting with the tzaddik, perhaps the answer to that question is really in the question. So think about it. The tzaddik, he receives absolute full credit according to his actions. Every little thing that tzaddik does, the tzaddik gets full, precise reward for what he does. And it's because of his precision in his action and his effort. And because the tzaddik works so hard to serve Hashem with such precision, so the tzaddik does not just, you know, want Hashem to just throw him a freebie, you know, to, to give him a pass because he's always behaving. Imagine that someone, you know, someone um, works really hard for every question that they answer correctly on a test, right? And they even try to get the extra credit and they try to do everything precisely. And they know that they're going to pass the test. They know that they're probably going to even get 100, but they're going for that 105. And well, I'll tell you what that person does not want. That person does not want to get a handful of answers wrong and then have the teacher just grade it correctly because, listen, they're a really successful student overall. They usually do really well. And so, you know, let's just give it to you. The person who works really, really hard for every little point is demonstrating how much they care about the effort that they've put in, and they are willing to face their mistakes. They're willing to look at in the face and acknowledge when they have done wrong. And it's specifically those who do not put as much effort in, those who walk casually with Hashem, as the Torah describes in Parshas Bechukosai in the Tochacha. He who walks with Hashem casually, he receives a more casual treatment. Right? Sometimes that means that Hashem will subject him to more suffering, and maybe it also means that his fate... Um, will sometimes appear less predictable. And that person relies and depends on Hashem's extra mercy, the curve that the teacher will provide on the test, because if not for that curve, they would fail miserably. And for someone who's not a tzaddik, for someone who doesn't work as hard, for someone who is, is, is floundering spiritually, so they perhaps can gain from Hashem throwing them freebies here and there. But the tzaddik who works so hard is going to get such incredible reward for the precision of his work. So it's only fair that it comes out that that which they accomplish, that which is expected of them, they deliver, they rise to the occasion. And in those areas where they do not, Rahman al-Tzan, so that has to be taken into account as well, that Hashem judges them precisely, again, because of the high level they are on. It just makes sense. Some of the Mepharshim quote in connection to this idea that Hashem judges the tzaddikim kichuta sara, the similar line that we found in, in connection to Nadav and Aviyu, Bikrovaya Kadesh, to those who are close to me I become holy. And in that vein, Hashem says regarding Moshe Rabbeinu as well, that Hashem, even though Moshe Rabbeinu at that moment failed to create the Kiddush Hashem, Hashem nonetheless tells us in the Torah that Hashem became holy there through His judgment of Moshe and Ara. Because when the Tzadikim miss the mark and they are judged for it, all of Klai Yisrael, they see it, they gain from it, they have an extra amount of yira, they learn from the precision where the tzaddikim succeed, and exactly those little points where they miss, that's where we learn how to truly serve Hashem properly in the most minute details, to serve Hashem with precision. And that would might perhaps explain why Hashem judges us kichut asara. It trains us and teaches us to serve Hashem with utmost precision. Thank you for joining us here at the database.